About that time, about that time. About that time. Yes, about that time. Welcome to the jungle. The Auburn Men's Basketball Podcast. Holloway. Auburn men talking Auburn men's basketball. Auburn looking to push. Looks it up to Jalen Williams. No frills, no gimmicks, just ball. Katie Johnson's been a menace and continues to be. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Donaldson and Jackson Garrett. Yeah, All right, guys, welcome back in. We are joined. By, with Ben and Ryan from the Jungle Auburn Podcast. How are you boys doing tonight? What's up, fellas? Man, we're doing good. Excited for this uh, big game coming up. How are you guys? Oh, buddy. If we were any better, we'd need two twins. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, guys, let's let's just dive right on into it. A massive game at the Food City Center in Knoxville on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. against uh, Bruce Pearl's Auburn Tigers. So we're getting a rematch uh, against Bruce Pearl. Kind of tell us what you guys can expect from Auburn in this game. Ryan, you want to lead off because we, we've had to replace a pretty big piece. Uh, Jalen Williams was Auburn's SEC Player of the Year candidate prior to his injury against Kentucky. Uh, he's got some sort of knee injury. It's not going to be season ending, but we're not sure when we're getting him back. And we're definitely not going to get him back for this game in Knoxville. But Ryan was pretty high on a guy that we picked up in the offseason that uh, is stepping in for him. Ryan, you want to talk about him? Yeah, so Cheney Johnson uh, is replacing Jalen Williams at the four. Um, you know, what's pretty interesting is is we were all a little uh, interested to see how we do against Georgia this past weekend just due to Jalen being out, missing a big piece of the offense there. Um, and Bruce really tinkered with the lineup a lot. Uh, he started, I believe, two new guys on the lineup that never started this year before um, and came out with just a lot of firepower that we honestly were a little surprised to see. Um, but at the same time, maybe we weren't that surprised to see. Um, Bruce does really well off of bye weeks. Um, he does really well. I mean, it's, it's historical, even back to Tennessee days. Um, they, they game plan really well. He gets the guys motivated, especially after the loss against Kentucky. Um, so they came out and uh, really threw a lot of new lineups and new things that we had not seen all year. And so it was a very interesting dynamic to see how we played that Georgia game and how that might transfer into this Tennessee game. Um, you know, all year, the storyline about Auburn has been our depth. Um, you know, how deep we are. We're 10 to 11 guys deep, which has, you know, really um, helped us in a lot of those uh, games against teams that aren't as deep, you know, and we just kept rolling out those guys, rolling out, rolling out, and we just wear teams down. Um, I think one of the craziest stat lines of the year is that we have won every single one of our games by double digits. Uh, so we're not winning a game close. We are winning a game by double digits if we're winning. Um so I don't know if that's going to carry over into, you know, a, a road win like that. Um, but you never know. I think we are, we've won 21 this year. So all 21 wins have been double digits. The Auburn record is 26 uh, by the 1999-2000 team. Um, so it's, it's an interesting team. We could talk a little, dive into a little more later about what to expect. But just kind of some storylines surrounding the team and what we have been seeing rolling into this game from the Georgia game this past weekend. That's an impressive stat. 21, all by double digits. I know there for a while you guys ripped off like seven or eight by 15 plus. 
yeah, that was to start conference play. We were in a really great shape. We were playing some amazing offense. And my hope is that we don't see a reenactment of last year's game in Knoxville. Uh, once again, we saw Auburn and Tennessee both uh, fighting for those double buys like we're going to be doing again this year. We're not quite sure how the conference race is going to shake out. But last season's game in Knoxville was a rock fight. Neither team could get to 50. Neither team could hit the ocean from a boat. It was decided by one possession at the end of the game. And uh, we're definitely hoping to avoid something that close this time around. Yeah, I, I don't expect that to be the case. I mean, both teams have a much better offense this year. So I think that's going to kind of help us out right there. Who are some of the players for Tennessee fans to look out for in this game? I mean, we all know about Janai Broom, but who else is there on that Auburn squad this year? Ben, take that with start off. Oh, with. well, we got to start off with our most electric player uh, by far. He's, he's a guy named Chad Baker Mazzara. He's a transfer uh, in the year of the NIL and the crazy new transfer rules. He started off as a player at San Diego State, where he won six man of the year for Mountain West, eventually transferred D2, I believe, at uh, West Florida, and then has since come to Auburn. He's filled in for Alan Flanagan, who transferred out to go join Ole Miss and is playing the three position for us. And after Jalen's injury, uh, Chad Baker Mazar is no longer coming off the bench. He is now a starter. And I think he entrenched himself that with his best game of the year against Georgia last week, scored a season high 25 points. And he's a little undersized. He's around 180 pounds at six foot seven. And he is going to be the guy that we asked to match up sort of head to head with uh, SEC player of the year front runner, at least in our opinion, Dalton Connect. So he's going to be your first guy to watch out for. And then the second guy is somebody that I'm sure everyone in Tennessee has heard of little five-star point guard by the name of Aiden Holloway. He's had one of the roughest stretches of three-point shooting I think I've ever seen for a guy that's so talented in SEC play. He came into SEC play shooting around 33 34% from behind the arc and then just went stone cold following the LSU game and re had a stretch of nine games where he was shooting around 22%, so just abysmal numbers. But finally, we put him back into the starting lineup against Georgia, really trying to shake things up, get him going early, and he had five three-pointers went five of eight from behind the arc and just absolutely lit up the Stegman. Yeah, I would say, I would say Janai, kind of the big players to look out for, obviously Janai Broom, um, Aiden, uh, Chad Baker. Uh, and I would, I would also look out for Chaney Johnson as well. It's, it's an interesting story. He's a division two player who took a really long time to get into his form. You know, one of those players that Bruce Pearl took a chance on as he does with a lot of players um, you know, all, even date back to Tennessee days um, and has really developed this guy throughout the year. His confidence has continued to grow, continued to grow. I guess, um, I guess Georgia, he put up 16 points and really his, he has not played more than probably 16 minutes a game up to that point. He played 26 minutes um, and has just looked like a player that we have hoped he would turn out to be and could really help propel this team a little bit in March. Um, and so he's going to be an interesting matchup going against some guys from Tennessee who are um, a lot bigger, a lot, um, you know, have more experience than he is, he does. So I'm actually curious to see how he matches up against Tennessee. But those are kind of some of the big, bigger names we would just, you know, ask to look out for, you know, in that type of game. You know, Bruce, one thing about Bruce, those undersized guys, buddy, he's he typically coaches them up. I mean, he, he, it's like, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing, but with those guys in particular, he, he turns them into the way he, he develops them. Yeah. It's, it's the Bruce Pearl system. I mean, you see it with, with the team that went to the, um, you know, that, that team of Wayne Chisholm with, with, 
you know, Chris Lofton, those guys. I mean, that that is what we have hoped our teams would be, you know, throughout the years. And we did in that 2019 team, you know, went to the Final Four, you know, guards that could run into the gym, but also some really athletic, you know, forwards and bigs. I think the past couple years we've gone a little away from that. Um, and I think you're starting to see a little bit of a, of a revelation in that with this year's team. You know, I think in that 2019 team, there was a pivotal game with about four games left in the year against Georgia. Um, that team did, from that point on, did not lose another game to the Final Four. Um, as people are saying that this game we had this past weekend could be that starting point type of game, you know, where, where guys' shots start falling, get a little more comfortable, offense is flowing really well. So that's why this game, I feel like, it gets against Tennessee is such a big game for Auburn because um, – you know, we, we've gotten that confidence back. So how's that going to translate in this massive environment and against, you know, these really good players from Tennessee? Is that going to continue forward or are we going to, you know, put up one of our, another one of our road duds that we've been notorious for the, this year? So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Well, and you're and one right of the on. best things. Go yeah, ahead. one of the best things about this year, team, is we, we've been assisting. We've been passing the ball so well. And in most of our wins, we're having 17, 18, 19, sometimes as many as 20 assists which is a big shift from years past. Bruce's small-time point guards are usually a score-first guard. There's somebody who, if the play breaks down late in the shot clock, we're going to have them yak up a three or try to go iso ball. And we're good to see strength on a strength going against Tennessee. Zakai Ziegler, I believe, is still leading the SEC, averaging almost six assists a game. I mean, you mm -hmm. want to talk about a super talented, undersized guard. He's got uh, one more year of eligibility left. You guys think you could uh, rent him out? No, no, out? no. Hell no, not Zakai. <laughs> we, can't, we can't give up Zakai right there. No, cannot happen. We can't have that. That's, dude is a baller. That's everybody's favorite player on the team. I mean, you know, we, we kind of like what we said before we hit record on this. All Tennessee fans love Bruce, but if there's one person that everybody can be agree with, it's the Kai Ziegler, who they love more. I mean, the, the kid is just phenomenal. So kind of talking about Bruce, uh, Ben, you know, kind of tell us what the Auburn's fans' uh, pace is when it comes to Bruce, because – like I said, Tennessee fans love him, and Bruce is kind of to be credited for where Tennessee is in basketball because before Bruce came to Knoxville, Tennessee was just a doormat in the SEC, honestly. Well, if you think about it, all of the SEC was a doormat for that big blue team just a little further north in the old Kentucky Wildcats. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's amazing to watch what Bruce has done for our program, who was definitely in one of the lowest points it was before Bruce came in. I mean, the Tony Barbie era happened to be when I was in school. Uh, it was also while Ryan was in school doing our undergrad there. It was a tough time to be an Auburn basketball fan. And it, although Bruce constantly talks about how grateful he is to Auburn for what he feels like was a second chance to rejuvenate his career. I mean, just like he built up Tennessee, he built Auburn from the ground up. I mean, we absolutely know that for a fact that that court is going to be named after him someday. He doesn't want our, our student section that likes to camp out to be called Pearlville. But too bad, Bruce. <laughs> It's going to happen. He's been so incredibly important for this program. He's taken us to heights that nobody could have ever imagined. And he's kept us nationally relevant and continuing to build. And I think that's been one of the great things about watching both Tennessee and Auburn over the last 10 years. It's added such depth to the SEC and it's made late season SEC basketball must see TV, not just around the Southeast, but across the whole country. I mean, teams are watching the SEC conference race to see what's going to happen in March. Who are the teams they got to look out for? It used to be Big East, ACC, um, Big 12, and that was all anybody ever cared about. And now the SEC is fielding some of the best teams in America.
I mean, honestly, in my opinion, the SEC is the best conference this year in America, and I don't think it's really even close. I mean, the Big 12 has done a lot of really good things, but just the SEC, man, I mean, it's it's hard to find teams that can compete with the teams from the Southeastern Conference. Um, so, guys, let's get some score predictions for Wednesday night. Uh, Ryan, what Ooh. are you kind of expecting on Wednesday? Uh, it's tough because, you know, if you look back at – previous years of previous teams I mean Bruce Pearl teams against Rick Barn teams have played really well regardless of the matchup regardless of the size difference um, he always has those guys ready to play you know I'm still going to go with Tennessee winning I think it's going to be probably a really close game probably more of a 75-72 game um, I know I, I'm being more realistic than probably Ben <laughs> is but I, just realistically I, I I just don't know how this if we can overcome the Jalen difference, you know, in terms of, of size, in terms of depth down low. I think Tennessee's really going to hammer the ball down low, try to get our guys in foul trouble, um, which is what Georgia did. They were pretty successful at it, getting we, – we, we were in foul trouble all night, but obviously we ran away with the game. Um, so that's kind of my prediction. I hope, I, I, I hope I'm wrong, obviously, but um, just being realistic there, that's what I feel like might happen. What do you got, Ben? I'm not here to be realistic. I'm here to be the cover, color guy for sure. I think Auburn's going to go into Knoxville. I think we're going to win. I think we're going to end up uh, splitting the SEC championship with you guys when y'all go into Tuscaloosa and dethrone Alabama, get them out of here. Alabama's going to go lose in Gainesville again. It's just going to be two teams at the top, Tennessee and Auburn. And, you know, the crazy thing um, about this season has just been the way that teams have suffered on the road. I mean, we've seen more top 10 teams lose on the road in this season than I think we ever have in my entire lifetime. But we have got two of the best defensive teams in America going at it in Tennessee. Tennessee is ranked second in Ken Palm in overall adjusted defense. Auburn is ranked fifth. So that's the number two and the number five defense. I think personally this game, it's not going to be as bad of a rock fight as last time in the 40s, but it is going to be a race to 60. And I think that Auburn is finally going to pull off winning a close game against a program that is absolutely their equal in the SEC race, 60-58, to 58, Auburn Tigers. Ooh. Okay, Jordan, what do you got? Oh, man. I, I'm going to call – I don't even think it's going to be a rock fight. I think it's going to be a shootout. 82-78 Vols. Gosh, I'm going to say 75-71 Vols, just in a really close one right there. Bruce Pearl coming back to now the Food City Center, but formerly known as Thompson That's Bowling so Arena. He always wants to beat up on us. It's so weird. I can't get used to it. It's I can't so get weird. used to it, it. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I, I'm not going to lie, boys. I was waiting on Ben to be like, Auburn by 50, the way he was building that up. <laughs> I was, I Listen, was but that's that, that's the amount of respect I have for this for this defense that uh, that it, we're bringing with us. I think we can keep you down, but I've just seen us be too streaky, especially on the road, and I got too much respect for Tennessee's defense. They don't let you take open shots, and so it's going to be a struggle all the way through, and I think the team that gets to 61st has the best chance of winning, and I think we're going to do With it at the buzzer. Well, Dalton Connect may have 35 by himself right there. So let's keep our <laughs> fingers crossed on that. <laughs> that's that's something Grant and I always kind of talk about, though, man. Teams that teams that come out and punch Tennessee in the mouth, keep it close. They muck it up. And we don't Tennessee don't like that. So if you guys do that, I'd say either one of y'all's score predictions is probably right and it could go the other way. It's pretty so, fast. Well, and here's the thing. We, we got to watch South Carolina b before anybody knew how good that team was. Going yeah. to Knoxville 
and completely dirty up that game. They made it slow. And they tried to do the same thing in Neville Arena, but we had the advantage of having seen what they could do. And we hit some shots at home that we have not hit since. I mean, we played, I believe that was our best offensive efficiency game ever. Against Didn't you beat them by like South 43? Carolina and Neville. Or something 40, like that? Uh, 40, 40 even. It was 101 to 61. Good Lord. Yeah, they, we, 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 we ran them out of the gym on that one. We got, we got all the home cooking happening. But we're going to have to go into Knoxville and we're going to have to slow this game down, lean on our defense, work that half court. And that's going to be the challenge is can we make Tennessee work in their is half there any, well? Is there any looking ahead to this Saturday at Alabama, do you feel like, for the fan base in this team? Or is it because Bruce coming to town to top potential? I would, it might not be a top 10 matchup. We might be right there on the edge. But uh, obviously a huge top 15 matchup. Um, I know game day going to Tuscaloosa next weekend all that stuff, but I'm sure this all eyes are on Auburn this Wednesday. Yeah. I mean, Auburn is the, everybody looks forward to Kentucky. That's our biggest rival. There's no questions about that. I mean, it's probably one of the best rivalries in the sec in basketball, Tennessee and Kentucky, but Tennessee and Auburn, that's the second game everybody looks forward to every year, just because of Bruce Pearl. It's like what I said earlier, Tennessee fans love Bruce Pearl as much as they did the day that he was fired still. I mean, everybody still loves the guy and we're going back what 15 years almost at this point. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. So for him to still have that fanfare, it nobody's looking, looking ahead to Alabama right now. Now I got to ask, do y'all ever get mad thinking about what Bruce Pearl got fired over? I, every In the day single and age of the NIL. Day. Every single, <laughs> every time, every time I fire up my grill, every time. <laughs> a barbecue a barbecue man yeah. well and now we're doing photo shoots we're swagging out their hotel rooms it's unbelievable it's well, a different it's like, world it's like i told you ben and uh ryan you weren't on yet before we hit record when i said this but i mean i grew up with his kids so like to go to school with them and you know spend time with them and then see this it's like okay guys come on like and what he could have done at tennessee too i mean he took you guys to that final four and he could have done the same in knoxville and probably would have done it you know just a little bit earlier but for whatever reason, no we had to move on from him. So, guys, we want to close out the show with you guys playing a game that we like to play with everybody on with us. It's called <laughs> Start Bench Cut. Do you guys know what Start Bench Cut is? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. I only asked because we had somebody on one time who had no idea. And he was like, just give one answer. I'm like, okay, come on. No, that's not how we do this. So, myself and Jordan are not going to jump in on the first one. This is just for you two. But uh, it's about Al- uh, well Auburn on this. So, Biggest rival for Auburn, not named Alabama. Start bench cut, Tennessee, Georgia, or LSU? Well, we like to strictly keep it basketball on the Auburn Jungle Podcast. We don't talk about any other sports. We don't talk about any F words, nothing like that. So as far as basketball goes, you got to start Tennessee. Absolutely. And their other two were Georgia and who else? LSU. Oh, all right. Put, put Georgia on the bench because we have to play them twice a year, every year. We get some of our best players from Georgia. Jabari Smith, our big-time McDonald's All-American lottery pick, he was a Georgia boy we stole from him. If Georgia ever gets good, if we ever let them off the mat, we're in trouble. So Georgia's right. bench. And, yeah, cut LSU. They, they, they've had some success in the past, but they're not doing so hot right now. I would, I would have to agree with, I would have to agree with that, all, all those. I, I would have done the same. Now, now, if Will Wade was still at LSU, he, they might be higher than Georgia. But, I mean, they're, they're dormant right now. But oh, Will Wade's gone bye-bye. Thank God. That was a problem for us here. <laughs> oh, my God. I oh, couldn't yeah. stand that guy. And it was crazy. He's from Tennessee, too. So, 
that was that was always fun right, right there. Uh, and then they hired another guy from Tennessee. Yeah. You feel attacked? Don't let the door hit you on the way out. I feel attacked. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, so, guys, and Jordan, you can jump in on this one as well. Which SEC team wins the conference this year? Start, bench, cut, Tennessee, Auburn, or Alabama? Regular season? Oh. <sighs> regular season. Do Brian, both, actually. Do a regular season one. and a tournament. Mm. What were the three teams again? Tennessee, Auburn, and Alabama. Um, Ben, you go first. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll, I'll I'll jump in. Listen, I, I'm I'm here to be the color guy. I'm here to be the homer. Auburn, we're starting. We're gonna win in Knoxville. We have the easiest road by far. If we can get past Tennessee some way somehow, we got Mississippi State at home. We got to go on the road to the worst team in the league, Missouri, who is still winless in the conference. And then we, we finish with Georgia you. at home. No, 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 not not with this team. We got too much energy. We got too much hype, especially if we can win this game and we're really in contention. Um, unfortunately, I, I think Alabama's the bench because if I'm being realistic, they're they're the team that's got the best shot. Um, they they get you guys at home. They've got to go to Florida, but they have a game that they can spare. So if they can get past you guys at home, where they've been pretty good this year, especially in conference play. They're still undefeated at home. Um, they they've got a real shot. And I gotta I gotta cut Tennessee. You guys just have the toughest road. You have to play all four of the top teams. You got to play us. You got to play Alabama. You got to play Kentucky. And you got to play South Carolina, who's been sneaky good. And if I'm being honest, I think South Carolina has a really good chance to win the SEC tournament. I don't disagree with that. I yeah. I love the South Carolina team. I've said it over and over again. Um, mine on this, I'm going to start Tennessee not being a homer. I just think Tennessee's the best team in the conference this year. <laughs> I'm going to bench no Auburn there. I'm going to bench Auburn. I, I think that you got kind of like what you said, you've got the easiest path left where Tennessee's got the toughest path. I mean, four quad one games for Tennessee coming up right here. And then I'm going to bench Alabama just because we don't give a damn about the state of Alabama and Tennessee. That's our thing right there. So Ryan, who do you got? Uh, so, so that's why I feel like this, this game Wednesday is so pivotal uh, because it, it could really determine the race, you know, just in terms of momentum and, and, and what to expect for the games moving forward. If we win, I don't think we lose again for the rest of the year. I really don't. Um, and that's where that goes back to that point I made earlier about the game against Georgia in 2019. You know, that that could start the momentum train for this team moving forward if we were to win this game Wednesday, which is why I feel like it's so pivotal. Um, so I'm going to start us just for that fact that if we can get past this game Wednesday, um, I just don't think we're going to lose. Um, again, especially after having Mississippi State at home, we lost that game. It was horrible uh, y'all lost in mississippi to, state too i mean it was like what, what are we watching mm -hmm. here this is ridiculous um but they're not there's no way they win in neville um and then you know the the rest of the games i just don't see us dropping so uh, you know alabama is interesting because they just look like the world's best team at home with their dribble drive offense they never they only shoot threes they only make threes at home but yet they go on the road, they can't guard anyone, you know? And so they're definitely going to be out for a rematch game against you guys, depending on what happens against us, who knows what Tennessee team might show up in that game. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to start us. I'm going to bench Tennessee and you're right. I'm going to cut Alabama just because I cannot see no notes win another championship. I just can't. I can't see it either. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Jordan, what do you got, man? I'm starting the balls. 
<laughs> Big surprise, right? <laughs> um, no, but seriously, my reasoning, Tennessee controls its own destiny. Yep. If they can win out, there's no questions asked. That, that's a big if. Granted, you know, Auburn, Kentucky, South Carolina, all that, Alabama, whatever. Bring it. We're here for it. I, I want to see it. I want to see it happen. Respect. I think they'll do it. Um, I think we'll go down to Alabama Saturday and just spank them. I'm look, but that's that's looking ahead. I'm not looking ahead because we talked about it earlier. Uh, I will have a cigar ready for Saturday though. There you go. Still, <laughs> still a still a tradition even in basketball. Um, I'm gonna bench Auburn, cut Bama because they 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 suck. It's Bama. Right, they don't suck, but I'm just you know I, that's be, that's me this, being politically correct. I think I think all four of us hate Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we can turn this into a crimson hate fest. I, I'm down this, for that. This SEC <laughs> tournament, I I'm this is one of the ones I'm looking forward to the most because I really don't know what to expect, honestly. Uh, you know, in years past, you kind of could tell ahead of time like what what might happen there. Obviously, with our run, 2019 was a little different, um, but this year. Yeah, I was at the game that you guys beat us in in 2019 too. So thanks. Ooh. Unreal. <laughs> that was that was home to our favorite play of all time, uh, Jared Harper passing up the open layup to go for a three pointer. Oh, but, beautiful basketball. Hmm. That hurts, you know, man. That hurts. Yeah, that one yeah. hurt us. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting because you never know. Like Alabama could get hot in that tournament. Kentucky, you, who knows what Kentucky team is going to show up? Um, Auburn typically doesn't play well in SEC tournaments. To be honest with you, I think. Bruce is like, if we don't win that first game, you know, it's whatever. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, it, we never really seem to put a big emphasis on that first game of the SC tournament. I don't know why. We, we just, if we ever win past that game, then we, we accelerate forward. But it's, it's always been a weird. We can never get past that hump for some reason. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this year's SC tournament. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I love going to Nashville to watch it. I'm hoping to go this year again. Well, I we've will been, be there, man. So yeah. make sure you text me oh, if you're nice. there. We, we, yeah, we've been really excited this year because we didn't necessarily expect this team to be ring chasing this late in the season. We didn't know where we were going to be at. The crazy thing for us, and I'm not sure if the math is quite the same for Tennessee, but right now Auburn could finish anywhere from first to seventh in this oh. conference based on the way that the schedule is going to work out. If the wheels completely came off after we lost Jalen Williams, we could finish as low as seventh, miss out on the double bye have a really tough sled to get into the NCAA tournament. And we still could. We could still finish that low. But Bruce has only won two, uh, two different times in the SEC tournament. He won, the, he won the first game and lost the second game his first year. And then it was the final four year where we run the whole tournament. And then Bruce has not won a tournament game outside of that. Oh, man. So Auburn has wow. really, really struggled in the FCC tournament. Yeah, it's uh, a very strange phenomenon. I remember last year, I live here in Nashville, so I went over to the, went out last year, I had tickets to the whole tournament, and I remember I was so excited to see Auburn play, and then it was over with. Yeah. And I was like, okay, and then Tennessee got beaten first game too. So I was like, this isn't even fun. Yeah, no, that, that, that Arkansas game is such a weird game. I mean, because Arkansas, you know, you could kind of see them starting to come alive at the end of the, end of the year uh, with, you know, Nick Smith and, and those guys, and, you know, it was just a bad matchup for us, honestly. It's all about matchups. I mean, that's what's going to be crazy about this year and and this tournament and even the NCAA tournament. I think I texted our uh, you know Ben and I's group um, the other day, and I was like, "This NCAA's the season is weird this year because you're only as good as your next game, right?" I mean, Auburn goes absolutely destroys South Carolina and then goes and scores 50 points against Kentucky, and it's like what? That, but that's the same Kentucky team that Tennessee hung you know 
close to a hundred or even more. I can't remember. Um, you know, it's just like, you're only as good as your next game. So what to expect this Wednesday? I don't know. I mean, Auburn shot the lights out, played so well at Georgia. We could come out and lay another dud. Who knows? You know, it's just, it's, it's a crazy year with that uh, all in mind. You never know. That's why we yeah. love college basketball. Ain't that the That's truth. Right. So Anything what can la- happen in March. Ain't that the truth. That's right. So one last start bench cut for you guys. Uh, we're all food guys. Me and Jordan are at least. We love barbecue. And Alabama's got an interesting twist on barbecue down there. So start bench cut, the b- best style of barbecue. Carolina gold, Alabama white, or Memphis dry rub? Ooh, wow. Hey, this one's easy for me. Memphis dry rub gets the start. Carolina gets the bench and you got to cut Alabama white. It's just, it's no good. Carbon copy with you right there, Ben. I lived in Memphis for a while, so I'm going to start Memphis every single time, but Alabama white's just weird to me. That's a shot at Moe's barbecue, Ben. (laughs) It is. Listen, as a young man, I lived in St. Louis for a little while. I lived in DC for a little while, like Carolina barbecue and, and Memphis barbecue have a special place in my heart. I had real barbecue before I ever got to, to Alabama. (laughs) <laughs> what do you got, Ryan? Well, I've only lived here my whole life, so I got to start Alabama White. Um, I will, I will bench um, Memphis Dry Rub, and I will cut Carolina Gold. And, and yeah, and, but honestly, I'll eat all three. Let's be honest here. Right. <laughs> I'll eat two of the three. Hey, good barbecue. Good barbecue is good barbecue. It is. That's yeah. right, Jordan. What do you got, man? Boys, I don't miss many meals, so I'm going to say. I'm gonna start the Carolina Gold. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bench Memphis. I'm gonna cut the Alabama White. But the only reason I'm doing so, I've never tried it. Never had it. I want to try it. I don't know. Ben's looking at me kind of skeptical. That's brave to try it. It's like a mayonnaise-based barbecue sauce. Listen, it's like no other barbecue you've ever tried. I can say that much. Yeah. Well, well, so so how (laughs) I I eat it is you get the smoked wings from a restaurant called Moe's. And you have the white barbecue sauce mm-hmm. on the side, and you just dip it in, and it, that's that's how I eat it. That's why I love it. That's my meal. Okay, my man, you're looking out yeah. for me. I'll try it. Well, we got one place out here in Nashville that's pretty popular for it. It's called Wits. I've never ate there just because I don't like Alabama white, but I've heard it's pretty good. So maybe I'll have to go give that one a try eventually, and just get the sauce put on the side so I don't get stuck with. I don't like it mixed in, but on on the side you can you can do a little little. Yeah, work. Work. you do some work. Some there you go. So, guys, this has been a ton of fun. Um, thank you guys for coming on with us. But where can everybody find you guys at on the socials and check out the work that you guys are doing? So our man Jackson, who helped found the podcast, got us the single greatest Twitter handle of all time. It's just at Auburn Jungle. We got that before the student section got that Twitter. Oh, there you so go. You can find us on Twitter at okay. Auburn Jungle. You can find us on Instagram at Auburn Jungle Podcast. And if you search Auburn Jungle Podcast on YouTube, you can find the YouTube channel. We go live after every single game. Uh, we love to do an interaction with the chats, talk about some listener questions and places like that. And then we'll post the podcast the next day. Okay. Well, we'll have Thank to you. make sure we like, rate, and subscribe on your guys' show. All our listeners and viewers need to go do the same as well. But, guys, we're going to end the show how we always do. You're welcome to jump in on your version of it if you want. But go Vols. Revamp Eagle. War Dame Eagle. Go, go Vols. <laughs>